This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Did you have any reservation at all about having that child? Of course not. Did you ever have any second thoughts about why I did I have this child in the first place? Oh, never. My did children were everything to me. I'm Nancy Glass, and this is Burden of Guilt. Episode 5, Game On. It was the second day of testimony in the state of Georgia versus Jan Barry Sandlin. His ex-wife, Tracy Raquel's mother, Kathy Allman, was on the stand. She would be questioned for six hours. Jeff Brickman went first for the prosecution. How had you met Jan Barry Sandlin? I met him in the sixth grade when I was about 11 or 12 years old. Did you care for Mr. Sandlin back in 1971? Yes, I did. Lead Assistant District Attorney Jeff Brickman then wanted to know what happened in the hours leading to Matthew's death. December 27, 1971. And I want you to tell the members of the jury, as best you can remember, what it is you did that day, starting in the morning. I uh, fed the kids breakfast, bathed them like I always do, got them dressed, played with Matt. That's pretty much for the morning. Then I took Tracy to the pediatrician. In episode three, I told you how Kathy brought Tracy Raquel to the doctor to be treated for bruises and a bleeding ear. And as for the baby, before Kathy left the house that day, she laid the baby down for a nap and then left him under Jan's supervision. When you put him down for a nap on December 27th, 1971, as far as you knew, was he healthy? Yes. Was he breathing? Yes. 
Kathy says when she came home, Jan told her to leave Tracy Raquel with him and go get the laundry out of the car. She says when she came back into the apartment, Tracy Raquel was nowhere to be seen. Then what did you do? I panicked and wanted to know where Tracy was. And Jan said, I don't know, she was right here in front of me. And I was panicking, like, well, why didn't you see where she went? She's only two years old. You should keep an eye on her. So what did you do? Started frantically running around the house looking for Tracy. Were there only a certain number of rooms in which to look? Yes. Did you look in the rooms? Yes. Did you find her when you first started looking for her? No. Where did you find her? In Matt's bed. What was she doing in the bed? Sitting. Did you see Matt? Not at first. Did you at some point see him? Then I walked in over to Tracy because I thought she was in the bed with Matt. And I panicked. And then when I got to the bed, Matt wasn't in there. And I saw him laying on the floor next to the chest of drawers. What did he look like? He looked fine, but he was breathing real heavy. Did you have a chance to look at his face or his eyes? Yes. I held him and looked at him. He wouldn't wake up. And one eye was dilated all the way in, and one was all the way out. And he just wouldn't wake up, and he was breathing funny. Matthew would never wake up. What, if anything, did Mr. Sandlin do? He started to grab Tracy up and spank her. One child was dying, and the other was being punished. If you would describe for the members of the jury as best you can... What was your condition right then? I was in a state of shock. Do you recall much about what happened after that night? No, I don't. According to the recorded phone call between Kathy and Tracy Raquel, Kathy had no memory of the two weeks that followed Matthew's death. And she says Jan kept her in seclusion. Did you have any idea how he had died? No, I thought it was an accident, a horrible accident. But records show that authorities were told that two-year-old Tracy Raquel threw Matthew out of the crib and killed him. At any time, were you led to believe that it was an accident? Yes. How? Through the police and everybody around me. Did you believe that? Yes, I believed it. Did you have any reason not to believe that? No, I didn't. At any time, did you have an opportunity to talk with Mr. Sandlin about what happened to Matt that day? Yes. What did he tell you? He told me it was a terrible accident and I needed to accept it and get over it. Did you take him at his word? Pretty much. Anything about that? Kathy Allman was asked why all those years later she stuck with that story and repeated it to her daughter even when it didn't make sense. Do you recall telling her that it was easier to believe what I was led to believe? Yes. What did you mean by that? What I meant was when you're in a state of shock and you just lost your child, it's somehow emotionally easier to accept an accident than it would be to accept that he was murdered. Did you want to believe that it was possible that he could have done this to your child? Did you want to believe that then? No, this was a person that I loved since I was 12 years old. I thought he was the love of my life. Did you have any reservation at all about having that child? Of course not. 
Did you ever have any second thoughts about why I did I have this child in the first place? Oh, never. My did children were everything to me. Jeff Brickman asked Kathy about her own involvement in her son's death. Did you kill him? No, I didn't. She also told the court why she kept this a secret from Tracy Raquel. Why wasn't it easy for you to talk about this with Tracy? Because I didn't want to hurt her if she had done it. I really wasn't sure. Did she question you about it? Yes, a lot, a lot for about 10 years. Was there a point in time when Tracy asked you to grant a release of the medical records? Yes. Did you do that? Yes. Why'd you do it? Because I want the truth to come out. I want to know what happened to my son. And for Kathy, the idea that Tracy Raquel killed her brother didn't seem out of the question. If it was an accident, was Tracy the person that would have been the cause of the accident? Yes. Well, either her or Jan, I don't know. They were the only two in the house. That's true. The only two people home were a grown adult and a two-year-old. Jan Sandlin's lawyer, Corinne Mull, was ready for the cross-examination. Now, Tracy was and is a fairly, a very intelligent young lady, isn't she? Yes. And she was developmentally advanced. She was walking when she was nine months old, right? Right. And she was talking? She wasn't talking yet. She was... About 12 months when no, she started? No, she wasn't talking yet. She could just say mama and bye-bye. She was walking at nine months and she was a caretaker in a sense, wasn't she, of Matt? She took care of oh, him. Yeah. You called her yeah. once the little mother, didn't you? Yes. It's hard to know what Corinne Mall was going for here. How would Tracy Raquel's ability to walk and talk around the age of one make a difference in this case? Corinne's next line of questioning was about baby Matt's condition on the day he died. When... You left Matt, there wasn't anything on his body. What do you mean there wasn't I anything? mean, there wasn't any old bruises oh, on no. his neck. No, no marks on There wasn't anything on his left heel. Now remember, when Matthew was brought to the hospital the night he died, doctors noticed a bruised clavicle and a burn mark on his left foot. No. Okay. So it must have shocked you when you read those medical reports. Yes, it did, very much so. Now, you testified here today that you ran around the house frantically looking for Tracy. And we've already established that we've basically got two bedrooms, right? Right. Very small apartment. So not a whole lot of running around, right? I mean, we're going in one bedroom, in the other, correct? Right, and in the kitchen and on the back porch and on the front. I was looking everywhere for it. Okay. You didn't go into the bedrooms, evidently. You didn't go into Matt's bedroom. At first, I looked in there, and I didn't see her, but I wasn't looking at his bed because I thought he was asleep. Okay, but it's a small room. If you had stood in the doorway and looked in, you would have seen whoever was there. Like I said, I glanced in the first time. The second time, I found her. As you know, the world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. And with every case I've covered... I've learned one thing. Your best line of defense is your vigilance and preparation. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. 
Home security isn't just about protecting your belongings. It's about safeguarding the people you love and creating a sense of control in an otherwise uncertain environment. Everyone deserves the peace of mind that comes with knowing their home is secure, which is why I believe Simply Safe is a necessity, not a luxury. With sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, it blankets your entire home in security. The variety of indoor and outdoor cameras allow me to keep a watchful eye on my property day and night. And with 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, I can rest assured knowing that help is always just a call away. With no contract and a 60-day money-back guarantee, you can try Simply Safe risk-free. Don't absolutely love it? Send the system back for a full refund. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/guilt. That's simplysafe.com/guilt. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's step out of the courtroom for a minute here and talk about what Tracy Raquel had been through over the course of her life. As you know... Tracy Raquel suffered a lot during her childhood. Jan Sandlin was extremely abusive, and some stories were frankly too horrific to broadcast. As a teenager, she had attempted suicide, and her mother tried to have her committed to a psychiatric hospital. By the mid-80s, Tracy Raquel had read the incident report that showed Matthew had suffered a head injury, but there was no investigation. Despite her fragile state, she wanted answers. 1986, she starts confronting you. And during this period of time, you tell her the truth. What you believe is the truth. Yes. You tell her that she's responsible. No, I didn't tell her that. Okay, what did you tell her? Well, I don't know how to answer that question. She was having problems. And... uh, 
in trying to help her with the problems, I brought it up. What did you say? I told her what had happened, that it was an accident. Did you tell her that she threw the baby out of the crib? I may have at some point. I really don't remember. Let's, let's just step back from that. Sometime in 85 or 86, to help your daughter, you brought up the fact that she may have been responsible for throwing the baby out of the crib. Well, the truth is my mother actually told her how Matt died. I told therapists and people what I thought happened, and we were trying to help Tracy deal with it. Let's, let's take one fact at a time here. Did you tell your daughter sometime in 85 or 86 that she may be? No, I told her therapist. Tracy Raquel didn't know, but Kathy had no problem stating it as fact. Her two-year-old was capable of murder. Isn't it true, Miss Almond, that you told them that it was possible that you believed that Tracy, with her heavy baby shoes, stepped on Matthew's head. Yes. Did you tell that to Sergeant Eunice when you talked to him in 1985? I don't, I don't remember. Did you tell that to Mr. Brickman and Miss Mango? I may have mentioned it, I don't remember. You don't remember? Well. Miss Allman, you wrote a statement for Sergeant Eunice, didn't you? Yes. April of 1995. Yes. You put it in that statement? I don't remember. Did Miss Mangone ask you to sign a release <coughs> so that she could see the records from PIA? No. PIA stands for the Psychiatric Institute of Atlanta, the facility where Kathy had Tracy Raquel committed. She never asked you that. No. Did you ever tell her that you had talked to folks at PIA? No. Tracy was only there for a brief time, just to be evaluated. But you had told? I told him about Matt's death because I thought maybe that was what was wrong with her. And you told them that it was possible that Tracy, with her heavy baby shoes, stepped on Matt's head and then possibly... Well, I was I was trying to figure out what happened. You also mentioned that there was some thought that maybe Mr. Sandlin did it, right? Right. Okay. But that you believed, and, and correct me if I'm mistaken, that she was wearing heavy baby shoes, right? Yes. And that she could have crushed the baby's skull that way. Well, I don't remember exactly that. We, I was just trying to throw up ideas of anything that would help her. I'm having a hard time with this. Kathy wants to help Tracy Raquel get over something she isn't even aware of. And so, now make me sure I understand. January 1st, 1985, when you're talking to the social worker, at that point in time, Tracy doesn't know that she is in any way responsible, right? Right. So you're not trying to help her, right? I'm trying to help Tracy. Okay, but you're not telling Tracy this, right? Right. Okay. So, January of 1985, you're talking to therapists. Correct. And you mentioned about Tracy possibly throwing the baby out of the bed. Right. You mentioned about crushing the baby's skull. 
Right. And you mentioned about, well, the authorities have some suspicion that maybe it didn't happen that way, right? Right. That it had been ruled an accident. Yes. And that you had married this man in 1973. Yes. And that you had lived with him as a married, that you had been married for right. 19, until 1980. Right. And at that time, you told the therapists that you believed that Tracy threw the baby out of the bed, right? That's what I believed for a long time. The police okay. and the investigation and all led me to believe that. Okay, so it was the police and the investigation, investigators that led you to believe that Tracy threw the baby from the bed. Yes. What investigation? In 1971, there was no investigation. That's what got Tracy Raquel so interested in the first place. Did the police also lead you to believe that Tracy might have stepped on the baby's head with her heavy baby shoes? I don't know. I don't remember where that came from. I thought maybe I was just trying to figure it out in my mind somehow. Didn't Miss Rain tell you that to find out at the age of 15 that she was responsible for the death of her brother, that that was pretty traumatic for her? Yes. And she says to you at that point that it has caused her a lot of pain and anguish to carry the burden from 1985, when she's 15, to today, at that time, 1994, that she was responsible for the death of her brother, right? That's what she says. Ms. Allman, isn't it true that Tracy told you that she has spent 15 years believing that she was responsible for the death of her brother, right? Right. And she told you that you never said anything different. In fact, you told her that she was responsible, correct? That's what I believed. Your mother told your daughter that at the age of 15, that she threw her baby brother out of the bed. You told her therapist that she stepped on the baby's skull, Miss Armand, right? I don't recall that, but I could have. She had on navy shoes. You've tried to stop her from digging into it, haven't you? No, I haven't tried to stop her from digging into it. I have tried to stop her from harassing me. There's a big difference. From harassing you, from accusing she, you. She was accusing me of not knowing what happened, that I should have known I was the mother. You testified earlier she accused you of being directly responsible at one time. Well, she has had lots of different thoughts about it all. Isn't it true that your daughter suggested to you that there isn't it by some chance possible that Jan coerced you into saying that I was responsible for it? And maybe that you told the hospital folks that and that's why they didn't pursue it. Doesn't she ask you those sort of things? Yes. And your response is, I don't think that that's true. Right. And then Kathy pointed the finger at Jan. 
it had to be him because it wasn't me and no one was else was in there but Tracy. And when we saw the medical reports, there's no way Tracy could have done that to him. It had to be done by somebody else and the only person there was Jan. And he tricked me by making me go downstairs and get the clothes so he could put Tracy in the bed. I am sure of it. Okay, then why in 1985 didn't you say that? I wasn't sure of it in 85. Why, Ms. Allman, if you remember it clear as a bell, didn't you say any time in 1985 when you were talking to the social worker, why did you suggest to her that your daughter threw the baby out of the bed or crushed the baby with her heavy baby shoes? Why didn't you say, he blocked my way and I'm suspicious? I don't know. I was simply giving background information to them so they could help Tracy. And if I thought was because she was having bad memories about what happened to Matt. The tombstone that was on the grave at the time of the exhumation says Mother's Little Angel, rest in peace now. Yes. But when Matthew was buried in 1971, his tombstone read, great-grandson of Arthur Amon, and that was it. That's not the original stone, is it? No. That stone was placed two or three days before the exhumation. Two or three days before you and Miss Mangone and Mr. Brickman and everybody else that was at the exhumation. Two or three days before that. Yes. I wanted to take the opportunity to correct it at that time and make a new one. Show everyone. No. You did not wait until after the exhumation. No, I just wanted it in place for the reburial, and that was the time that we could get it done. Or it was because the media would be covering the exhumation. Let's get back to Tracy Raquel. She was home when Kathy was on the stand because she had been dismissed and had two small children waiting for her in Savannah. The judge had said no one is supposed to watch the trial. You're a witness, so sequester yourself. Okay. I went home, and there were family in the house, and people were in, and the court was on in another room, and the den in the house. And I walked from the laundry room with the laundry, and I caught a glimpse of Kathy on the television, and she was testifying. The prosecution called me that night. Former Assistant District Attorney Leanne Mangone I called her that night. I remember I was standing in my kitchen, and this was back in the days when there was phones on the wall with a cord. So I remember standing there with this phone and said something about your mom testified, it all went okay. And I don't remember her exact words, but she told me she had watched it on TV. And my heart sunk. Tracy Raquel says it wasn't intentional. It was only a few seconds, but it was enough. Lead Assistant District Attorney Jeff Brickman. We didn't think we had any choice but to bring that to the attention immediately to Judge Fuller. And we hoped, the hope of hopes, that he wasn't going to declare a mistrial. I don't think Tracy did anything intentional. Tracy thought her testimony was over. There was nothing that she did wrong. It wasn't going to change the course of anything. She was not a fact witness who had something to offer about what happened on the day that Matthew was murdered. So while I knew it was a 
problem, and I knew unquestionably it was something I needed to let the judge know about, it didn't immediately strike me as something that was going to result in a mistrial. The prosecutors did their duty and notified the court. Then they called back an hour later and said, okay, we need you in court. So there's a 5 a.m. flight. I arrived, walked into the courtroom, and no jury, nobody in the courtroom, just the judge, the prosecutors, the defense, and Jan, and asked me if I had seen anything on the television. As expected, defense counsel pounced on what happened. The defense asked for a mistrial that I had broken sequester orders. Judge Fuller heard arguments for and against a mistrial. Everything hung in the balance. I don't think that I have done anything wrong to affect this man's rights. He has more rights than I have, and I'm sitting here, and I'm not charged. You're not going to be sent away for life in prison, Ms. Well, I have spent a life in a prison. Corinne Mall blamed cameras in the courtroom for causing the problem. This is a man's life. And Jerry Springer is calling us. And she didn't seem particularly moved by Tracy Raquel. That's something to look forward to, getting her up on the stand so she can do what she did just now, sit and cry, a beautiful crying girl. That's what I'm going to confront. Would Judge Fuller allow the trial to continue? Tracy Raquel held her breath. It was finally possible to get justice for Matthew, and now her actions could undo all the years of work. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Tracy Raquel Burns has spent years of her young life persuading law enforcement 
that the death of her baby brother in 1971 wasn't an accident, but a vicious murder, and she had succeeded. But five days into the trial, she had violated the judge's order of sequestration and saw her mother's testimony on television. Defense attorney Corinne Mall argued for a mistrial and went after the prosecution. She deliberately, deliberately violated your order. And Your Honor, I hate to say that I told everyone so, but I did. She also went after Tracy Raquel. She has been tainted and she violated this rule and that rule. When it comes down to it, she's a pretty lovely young woman and she's going to sit there and cry and cry and cry and cry. I have no way to cross-examine her. No way. She saved her last words for the media. Having these folks in here was just basically putting the feed into the witnesses, into the jurors' homes, so that they could go home and see what they were not able to see, either because they were sequestered or because they were in a jury room. Defense attorney Corinne Mall made it seem like the most important thing was not proving who did it, but who didn't do it. And if she could do that, why would you need a trial? With prejudice. Let's talk about that for a sec. Asking for a mistrial with prejudice was an important distinction. If the judge announced that the case was dismissed with prejudice, that meant it would be permanently dismissed and could not be retried. And while the prosecution was upset Tracy Raquel broke the sequestration order, they weren't giving up. Your Honor, I take strong exception with Ms. Mall's contention that this was a purposeful violation. Clearly, if this were willful disobedience of the court's order, she never would have told me about it. It was not something which was done intentionally, and it does not rise to the level of an error which warrants a mistrial. Prosecutor Leanne Mangone implored Judge Fuller to let the trial continue. There are any number of cases which support the position that what is affected by her violating the rule is her credibility, not her ability to testify. Judge Fuller listened, but he would take his time to make a ruling. I am not prepared at this moment to rule on the motion for mistrial. I'm going to recess the trial until Monday morning. In the meantime, I may or may not grant a mistrial. I don't blame it on the TV coverage, but without it, it wouldn't have occurred. There are times in our society that we must uh, pay a price for other freedoms that we have. It could be that this case ends up being a casualty in order to guarantee that we have other rights. What was your reaction to the idea of a mistrial? I didn't do anything. I, it just it just really floored me. I was run over by a freight train. I just, 
I didn't understand. When Monday finally came around, all sides anxiously awaited the judge's decision. Ask Jerry to come in, please. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a statement to make. There has been an egregious violation of the witness sequestration rule, which, in the context of this case, is irreparable. I cannot fix it. The ability to present the best available defense has been destroyed, at least for now, perhaps forever. One must remember that Mrs. Rehm is not an incidental witness. In retrospect, it was too much to expect this young woman to ignore not only her mother's testimony, but all of the commentaries. In her words, and I quote, I have spent my entire life waiting to hear this testimony. How many of us under similar circumstances could have resisted this temptation? The defendant's motion for mistrial is granted. Whether prejudice attaches will be the subject of further discussion with counsel. It is my hope that Ms. Rain will receive some comfort from knowing that she caused this case to be reopened, that DeKalb County responded in extraordinary fashion, and that it has been established in a court of law acknowledged by all that she did not cause her brother's death. It was a devastating blow. Tracy Raquel had waited decades to get justice for Matthew, and it was over. It was a carefully worded statement letting Tracy know that he didn't fault her, and he took some blame about, you know, the cameras, but that despite her valiant efforts, this may be the end. And then we went back to the office, tail between our legs. As for Tracy Raquel, she already knew she hadn't killed Matthew. She wasn't there for that. She was there to bring a child killer to justice. Judge Fuller's words didn't make a difference. You must have had so many feelings at this point. I think I was just in shock. Of course, there's all of these things. It's humiliation, it's anger, it's what just happened. Nobody was enjoying this moment more than her father. And somehow, Jan Barry Sandlin managed to get a hold of Tracy Raquel's phone number. I went home and the very next evening got a call from Jan, which is not supposed to happen. It was ominous she could hear something faint in the background. It was a talk show or something that was playing, and that's all you could hear, and it was describing a lawnmower that had run over this little girl's legs. And that was the first indirect threat to my children. Did he say anything? He was laughing and said, see, I told you I'll win the war. He may have won a battle, but I'm the one who's gonna win the war. Next time on Burden of Guilt. Last time I checked, there's no such thing as a one free murder rule in Georgia. Let's crank it up. Game on. Trial two. Let's go. Stay tuned for Burden of Guilt, the documentary coming in 2024 and airing only on Paramount+. If you would like to reach out to the Burden of Guilt team Email us at burdenofguiltpod at gmail.com. That's burdenofguiltpod at gmail.com. If you or someone you know is worried about maltreatment or suspect that a child is being abused or neglected, call the Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline. You can call or text 
for a child. That's 1-800-422-4453. One way to show support is by subscribing to our show on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review Burden of Guilt. Five-star reviews go a long way. A big thank you for listening. And also, be sure to check us out and follow us on Instagram at Glass Podcasts. Burden of Guilt is a production of Glass Podcasts, a division of Glass Entertainment Group in partnership with iHeart Podcasts. The show is hosted and executive produced by me, Nancy Glass, written and produced by Andrea Gunning and Carrie Hartman, also produced by Ben Fetterman and associate producer Kristen Melchiori. Our iHeart team is Ali Perry and Jessica Kreincheck. Special thanks to Tracy Raquel Burns and her husband, Bart. Audio editing and mixing by Matt Del Vecchio. Burden of Guilt's theme composed by Oliver Baines. Music library provided by Mob Music. And for more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.